coming up. What an excellent day for The History of the Devil. Part 15. folks, and welcome to another episode of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we normally examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist, minute by terrifying minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Diaz. And we are still your holy guides on this journey through the history of the devil. And today we are bringing you book two of John Milton's epic poem, Paradise Lost. You'll remember last week in our first book, Milton dove right in, literally, headlong into a burning lake. The battle in heaven had already been fought, and Satan and his angels lay in confusion and ruin on a burning lake. Which, Keenan, we didn't talk about this burning lake. Is it magma, or is it just a lake that is on fire? Oh, actually, it would be lava. You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, I assumed it was water. That's what I thought. Like, I thought I just assumed that hell was a landscape where everything was on fire. Yeah, they do mention it boiling. They use that term, but I guess you know anything can boil. Yeah, right. Yeah, if it's hot enough. Yeah, anything can boil if it's hot enough. <laughs> Any pizza can be a, a personal pizza if you. <laughs> if you just believe in if yourself. You just believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, it, well, okay, so so also on this lake is Beelzebub, who is mm-hmm. different from Satan, um, according to Milton. Um, I'm sorry, I have jokes about personal pizzas. Oh, okay, okay, sure. well, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, because because you would you would get like the Pizza Hut um, um, book club thing, you know, right, and you would right. read enough books and they would get it, and mm-hmm. then um, and then you'd be like, yeah, it's a personal. You're like five, so you're an idiot, right. you don't know, yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, it's all to myself when personal just meant small. <laughs> 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 but like, I wanted to share this. Well, you can't share that. No, because it's too small. This is literally like three slices of normal pizza. <laughs> right? No, but it's personal. Mm. I read the books. You didn't read the books. Yeah. You didn't read Hop on Pop. You couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's beneath, beneath you. Yes. I mean, it's above you. Yeah. Oh, I'm all, I'm all upside down. No, with this so. There's no, there's no personal pizzas for math. There's. Uh, you know. <laughs> No, no, they did not. Yeah, because um, then we'd get the trouble where, like, Americans, um, right? We can't tell that, like, a quarter pounder is smaller than a third pounder. <sighs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that, like, the math teachers would make them do math while eating the pizza. It's like this is this is one eighth, right? Yeah, and the uh, the business teachers make you make your own pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> Because no, no, Keenan, you don't you don't understand that. It's it's a fun bonding experience that that um uh fosters uh, um a family environment. Yes. So say my corporate overlords. Um but yeah. Anyway, anyway, don't, anyway. don't go to work to make a family. All right, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, speaking of overlords here, um so yeah, we also in this lake is uh, also Beelzebub, who is different mm-hmm. from Satan, um, according to Milton. Right. Um, Absolutely. It needs to be different so that I can play him in the movie. Exactly, right? So far, Satan, yeah. there we go, right? <laughs> Folks, it's happening. Uh, 20, uh, 20, uh, it's happening. Are you trying to think of a year? Yes. <laughs> Quick, name a year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> name a year. Angela Lansbury, I don't know. <laughs> 
But no, um, yeah, so far he does seem to be like Satan's like second in command. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they talk a little bit. Then Satan breaks his chains and rises up out of the lake. Um, he's really big, by the way. They all are. Um, Milton reminds us of that. Um, mm-hmm. He gets ashore. He sings Let It Go from Frozen. <laughs> um, and then after this, he turns and addresses his troops. Um, inspired, they, they stir themselves and rise up from the lake as well. Satan makes one more speech once they're all gathered on the shore and they all cheer. And then there's a montage in which all the demons fly over to this active volcano and they and they pillage its insides for gold and precious metals and they, they scoop it out and they set to work and by the end of the montage they have built the palace or the city or the city uh, or the <laughs> capitol building it's unclear of pandemonium that's the name of the place right the first time ever that that word was used it was coined by Milton it literally literally means all the demons this place is resplendent it is beautiful it is more magnificent than anything built by man it is also six inches tall <laughs> they did not build it to scale because as we established there are no bananas in hell um mm-hmm. but okay so they, they they magic school bus shrink themselves down <laughs> so that they can all fit inside um satan calls a council and that is where book one stops yeah those kids eventually are like like miss frizzle like you say it's a magic school bus but all it ever does is shrink down to go inside of things <laughs> can we do something else no the school bus can do all sorts of things if imagination is your guide yeah. i don't know but i think mm-hmm. it's just a shrink device <laughs> Oh, well, maybe, maybe uh, this magic school bus just wants to stay shrunk then. <laughs> Mrs. Frizzle goes off and uh, has a, a little frizzle of her own. <laughs> a little margaritas. Full-size yeah. margaritas. You kids can just stay down here in the colon. <laughs> right. And discover the magic of digestion. <laughs> give, me, give me a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you'll stay in the descending colon for the rest of your days. Yeah. <laughs> Or until until the second movement, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So that that was a uh, that was not not the the magic school bus stuff. That was but that was book one, right? <laughs> oh, there's like eighty magic school bus books, so this would be confusing. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, yeah. Guys, Paradise Lost is less confusing than the magic school bus. You heard it here. Okay, so yeah, so let's let's jump right in and read the argument at the top of book two. Uh, remember, folks, Milton added this little summary, um, this little uh, Star Wars crawl at the beginning of each book in the later editions. So this is the argument for book two. The consultation begun. Satan debates whether another battle be hazarded for the recovery of heaven. Some advise it, others dissuade. A third proposal is preferred, mentioned before by Satan, to search the truth of that prophecy or tradition in heaven concerning another world and another kind of creature, equal or not much inferior to themselves, about this time to be created. Their doubt who shall be sent on this difficult search. Satan, their chief, undertakes alone the voyage, is honored and applauded. The council thus ended, the rest betake them several ways and to several employments as their inclinations lead them, to entertain the time till Satan return. He passes on his journey to hell gates, finds them shut, and who sat there to guard them, by whom at length they are opened, and discover to him the great gulf between hell and heaven, with what difficulty he passes through, directed by chaos, the power of that place, to the sight of this new world which he sought. So, that's what we got for today. The poem opens with Satan on his throne, and he is starting to feel like he could get used to this. He's got his throne. He's got a palace. Loyal subjects. It's going to be all right. <laughs> this is Kevin McAllister at the plaza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. That's exactly what's going on, right? <laughs> and Tim Curry's there, because, you know, he's a devil. Yeah, exactly. He's a devil. Right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, and he's just, you know, he's, he's the butler, and he just kind of like, you know, he, he uh, a tray lowers down right, you know, next to Satan's head, and he's like... <laughs> 
would would uh, the young master like a personal <laughs> little Nero's pizza? <laughs> Personal pizza. Yes, just for me, Papa Saint. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he doesn't know that it's only three slices. <laughs> just let him have his fun. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, so so Satan is on his throne and he addresses the council, right? So he opens up addressing them by their ranks in heaven. He says, powers, dominions, deities of heaven, right? And he says that he, Satan, has not given up heaven for lost. And he says, from this descent, celestial virtues rising will appear more glorious and more dread than from no fall and trust themselves to fear no second fate. So this fall has actually made them all stronger. Not only that, but they're in hell. So it can't possibly get any worse. He goes on to remind them that they chose him for their leader and none should envy him because who here will envy whom the highest place exposes foremost to stand against the thunderer's aim, your bulwark, and condemns the greatest share of endless pain. So he's going to be their shelter. He's going to be the main target of God's wrath. And because he suffers the most, no one should want to overthrow him. And thus they will have more unity and more loyalty than heaven does. It also sounds a little bit to me like he's saying that once we get back up there and win and and, um, overthrow heaven, it's going to be even better than if we had won the first time, right? Oh, because we'll be... be, Yeah, yeah, it's going to be so much better now that we know what it is to be down here in hell and to have lost. So it's really good that we lost. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, it's like... It's like Satan, Satan knows, like, as soon as he switches over to corporate, like, he's, you know, <laughs> he's, got, he's got, he's got all the, the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? exactly. Yeah. And I love, I love how as soon as he sta- establishes himself as the leader, he's like, mm-hmm. now, some of you might be thinking about rebelling against me, but come on, guys, we're better than that. That's what happens in heaven, not here. <laughs> They're all cheaters. They're yep. all, you know, mm-hmm. you know. You're cheating on a cheater. Yep, yep, yep. That's exactly what's going on. Um, but yeah, so so he ends by saying that their aim is to, quote, claim our just inheritance of old, surer to prosper than prosperity could have assured us. I love that. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Um, and by what best way, whether of open war or covert guile, we now debate who can advise may speak. Right. So he, uh, you know, the council has officially begun. He invites anyone who wishes to speak. Um, and so we get the first speaker, our good buddy Moloch. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> There's all the child sacrifice and stuff. And yeah. You're like a cow with like, you're either an altar or like a, a, a furnace. You're like both. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pizza oven. Yeah. <laughs> it's got his personal sized children in his belly. Exactly, right? <laughs> it's like every child is a personal sized child. <laughs> if you believe in me. It's horrible, if you horrible. find no other gods before me. Yes. <laughs> no other pizzerias. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Before me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, Milton says, uh, he ceased, and next him, Moloch, sceptered king, stood up, the strongest and fiercest spirit that fought in heaven, now fiercer by despair. So we remember Moloch was one of those false gods of the Canaanites, and Milton says that he deemed himself equal in strength to God, right? Remember, the Canaanites were worshiping him instead of God, right? Mm-hmm. And rather than be less than God, Moloch prefers to be nothing or, per- or perhaps no one. Um, and in this way, like by losing everything, he has also lost all of his fear. So he says, my sentence is for open war. Of wiles more unexpert I boast not. Them let those contrive who need, or when they need, not now. So he votes war, he admits he's not smart enough to hatch schemes, and he leaves that to angels smarter than he. But he also says now is not the time for scheming. He says, for while they sit contriving, shall the rest millions that stand in arms and longing wait the signal to ascend, sit lingering here, heaven's fugitives, and for their dwelling place accept this dark, opprobrious den of shame, the prison of his tyranny who reigns by our delay? 
So scheming takes time. And meanwhile, he and a million other angels are going to be waiting around. And for him, it's going to feel like an acceptance of their fate. Is that literal millions or is Maul like just one of these guys? Who... I think he's just one of these guys. Well, okay. <laughs> He's been sitting here for a thousand years. Yeah, now. right. <laughs> it, okay. One third of the angels of, in heaven. Mm-hmm. How many is that? <laughs> How many of them can fit on the head the of, head of a, a pin? pin. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. See, see, that's the weird thing. It's like, we could look at it both ways. We could say millions or we could say like, he's just, you know, it's him and, you know, five other guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they go, he does a pizza place. They do a burger place. <laughs> but yeah, and he's like, you know, it's like, it's like millions of other angels, right? And mm-hmm. take note of that, folks, right? Both Satan and the other demons have this like pride of being like heaven born or they're like the sons of heaven, right? And they mm-hmm. continually refer to themselves as angels. Well, they are, right? I mean, when are they going to not be angels? I know, I know. But like, like they're... Oh, but you're saying, but like Milton calls them, doesn't call them angels and they call themselves angels? I th- Well, no, he, he calls them like bad angels or fallen angels. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. When I say, when I say they refer to themselves as, as, as angels, like mm-hmm. they, they it, it's more like they don't acknowledge, like we are, we are the sons of heaven, they say. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's not even, it's not even the word angels. It's like they, our place is heaven still. Right. They believe, mm-hmm. right? There it was like, we are, we are the sons of heaven. We are, we are heaven born. Um, and we're just having a really rough time right now. And, you know, give us a break. You know, we'll be on our feet soon. You know, mm-hmm. we're the sons of heaven, right? Yeah. So Moloch is not about scheming. He's like, nah, nah, right. I can't do that. He says, yeah, he's like, let us rather choose armed with hell flames and fury all at once over heaven's high towers to force restless way, uh, resistless way, turning our tortures into horrid arms against the torturer. Um, and maybe he's looking around at all their faces, uh, because next he says like, but perhaps the way seems difficult and steep to scale with upright wing against the higher foe. So he's like, as I know what you're thinking, impossible, right? Mm-hmm. And he continues, right? If there be in hell fear to be worse destroyed, what can be worse than to dwell here, driven out from bliss, condemned in this abhorred, this abhorred deep to utter woe? So he continues, more destroyed than thus, we should be quite abolished and expire. What fear we then? He says, any punishment worse than hell would be would would quite consume us and reduce us to nothing, which is far better than eternal torture. So he basically says, yes, this is a death sentence, but what if, stay with me, that was a good thing, mm-hmm. right? And again, I just imagine everybody's shocked faces and he's like, or, 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 <laughs> if our substance be indeed divine and cannot cease to be, we are at worst on this side nothing. And by proof, we feel our power sufficient to disturb this heaven and with perpetual inroads to alarm, though inaccessible his fatal throne, which if not victory is yet revenge. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, if we can't die and we can't win, we can still keep fighting God forever because we're winners. We're not quitters. And that's what winners do. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit like the gods, the, some of the Norse gods, I suppose. Right. Like, just, yeah, we'd rather die in battle then. That's, right. that's better than just sitting around or nothing. Right. And if we can't die, great. We'll just <laughs> battle forever. Right. <laughs> and yeah, Milton doesn't give us a glimpse into Satan's mind right now, but I imagine he's thinking, I like this guy's energy. I'm going to keep him around. <laughs> right. Like he's getting like when when he does switch to corporate like who's that who's that guy in corporate who like gets everyone amped up mm-hmm. right it doesn't matter like how stupid the thing he's talking about like he he tries to make it sound way better than it actually is yeah like the opening comedian act for corporate <laughs> sure <laughs> it's like yeah also known as the manager I don't know <laughs> right or not even the assistant it's manager not the manager it's the one who wants to become the manager right? yes right like come he's on guys there. we all have to get on board that's yeah. the only way synergy is going to work and get our KPMs up right? for the fourth quarter S- synergy right. <laughs> That's right. He's got a PowerPoint. And he's, like, he's like, we can make this work. Come on, come on. No. Um, but okay, so, so, so that's Moloch and that's what he suggests. Um, 
I want to focus on this council and these these different demons uh, because after this, it's going to be all Satan all the time. So, mm. Keenan, what do we what do we think of Moloch and his proposal? Is there enough of a distinct character in just these lines of poetry? Well, it's interesting because there there are characters here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I just keep thinking about like, well, these are we're giving them names of real demons. I don't know if this is or real Moloch's, like gods or whatever. Yeah. He, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, like of, of real existing um, entities, right? And I don't know mm-hmm. if this is Moloch's character mm. right I, so this feels like milton is making a character of his own whereas some of the other ones later on that we're going to get to right they, mm-hmm. they they square a little bit with what i understand from what you've been teaching me about these characters oh i see so it's just like like so you're you're differentiating between like this is milton's moloch yeah versus like like the, the canaanite moloch yeah that's sort of like like why 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 use his name again why call, mm. why call him something else and then make up a character that mm. i don't think squares with what moloch right. would say he's very, necessarily. he's very like pro-war he's not uh-huh. he's not like he so yeah, yeah to your point keenan he doesn't stand up there and he's like you know what we need we like, need to eat children yeah <laughs> so I don't know why, why. Where is any of that in this speech? Is my question. <laughs> or is he like, like, oh, you eat a thousand children, and then for the rest of your life, oh, that's Moloch. He's the guy who eats children. Yes, <laughs> like, there's more to me than that, Keenan. Right. I'm, I'm very, I'm very warlike, as Milton has written me. <laughs> right. Look at I'm me. I'm all about home, war. Right. I'm all about let's go out with a blaze of glory right. if we need to, not just sit around here. Right? Ignore yeah, the but- children. Just you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, yeah, where is the the child sacrifice part? Where is the part right. about Moloch being served as opposed to him doing things for the greater right. good? And that kind of I think I think it, it was just uh, this is just a case of of Milton picking a god, mm-hmm. a, an old Canaanite god, and being like, yeah, you know, he'll be he'll be the one who likes war, mm-hmm, right? But yeah, so so Milton's uh, Milton's uh, uh, Moloch is uh, is very very pro war, right? Right. He's, he's that he's that kind of like I imagine him like this the the beefed up like you know, old general, right? It's <laughs> like, I say we get it back out there. You know. Old blood and guts. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So, so Keenan, what do we think? Okay, so that's the character of, uh, of Moloch in this, in this poem. What do we think of um, his plan? Just to go up there and keep fighting until they, until they dead. Yeah. Right, maybe or, not or, this time, or but not. the next time. Yeah. Yeah, just keep doing it. Uh, yeah, I think that's interesting that we start there because, you know, as I understand it, we're going to go quite a different way. So mm-hmm. to start, you know, in the exact opposite of where Satan's going. Yeah. Now, if you were in this council, like, let's say, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, neither of us, neither of us are named in this council. We're not important enough, but no. we are, we are also demons here and uh-huh. we're just, we're just kind of like sitting around. Right. And, uh, you know, we're, we're sort of in the back. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, what would we, like, after he sits down, do we clap? Do we like, like, <gasps> it's like we literally just <laughs> lost, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. We- yeah. I would, I would be much more in favor of the, the subterfuge idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'd stand up there. It was like, it's like, in case you haven't been keeping up with current <laughs> events, we just got our asses kicked, man. <laughs> It's game over, man. <laughs> and all the angels will be like, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's right. a reference. It's a reference. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want us to do? Like, make little um, little barbells down here and get stronger? Like, tiny little barbells for us to, <laughs> to lift? Like, what, what's the plan? Like, like, well, yeah, why would it work a second time yeah. where, you know, this time we're weaker and demoralized? And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Like, like, literally, we've just gotten our asses handed to us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. like, yeah, let's do it again, right? Like, <laughs> I feel really good about this one, right? Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, that's that's kind of where this counter-argument comes in from Belial. Um, so, uh, uh, we talked last time about Beelzebub being the second-in-command, sort of the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the sycophant. But I think Belial is actually the, the worm tongue. In this equation, okay. um, listen. Listen to how how Milton describes him. Maybe not. I could be wrong, but listen. Listen to what he says. So, on the other side, uprose Belial, in act more graceful and humane, a fairer person lost not heaven. He seemed for dignity composed and high exploit, but all was false and hollow. 
though his tongue dropped mana, and could make the worse appear the better reason, to perplex and dash maturest counsels, for his thoughts were low, to vice industrious, but to nobler deeds timorous and slothful, yet he pleased the ear. So yeah, so he's got a, you know, a silver tongue, this guy. I wonder in the, in Lord of the Rings books, is warm tongue beautiful like Belial is? In the movies, they just, you know, they choose Brad Dourif, who um, yeah, yeah. is, uh, you know, I, I like him in uh, mm-hmm. the Cuckoo's Nest, where he's oh, no, I love him, a pretty yeah. boy, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, later on, he becomes like, you know, the voice of Chucky, and uh, right, he's in right. The Exorcist 3 as mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the host of Pazuzu or whatever's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But is yeah. he pretty uh, like Belial is? Actually, okay, yeah, I take that back. So so I'm reading up on this. Yeah, he is, so 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 Belial is like, he's he's got this like outer facade of, of just being lordly and uh-huh. dignified. And it seems like, what do they say? Yeah, a fairer person lost not heaven, right? right. So, so he's, he's really, really pretty, but mm-hmm. his words are just like, you know, worthless, right? Which is what his name means, right? <laughs> worthless, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so so let's listen to his argument. He says, I should be much for open war, O peers, as not behind in hate. So he's like, I get it, guys. I hate God just as much as you. And I would be all about war, except what Moloch is suggesting is suicide. Mm-hmm. There's no chance. And Moloch's suicide's a, a sin, so. And so, yeah, also, yeah, we got to remember that. <laughs> and all the devils around the devil's oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Oh, yeah, so. Um. But yeah, he's like, he's like, Moloch's over here talking about like revenge and Belial Mm -hmm. says, first, what revenge? The towers of heaven are filled with armed watch that render all access impregnable. Mm -hmm. Oft on the bordering deep encamp their legions or with obscure wing scout far and wide into the realm of night, uh, scorning surprise. So we can't even surprise them. Angels are patrolling all over the place, Mm -hmm. right? And the towers filled with, uh, with armed guards, right? And he goes on to say, even if they bring all of hell with them to corrupt heaven, God would remain incorruptible and defeat them again. Mm. And so all they can actually hope for is death. And that's a really sad cure to all their pain. Not only that, but how do they even know God will grant them their wish? Most likely he's going to keep them alive to torture them more. Mm-hmm. And he also has something to say about Moloch's and, and Satan's idea that this is as bad as it gets. He says, is this then worst? Thus sitting, thus consulting, thus in arms? What, when we fled amain, pursued and struck with heaven's afflicting thunder and besought the deep to shelter us? This hell then seemed a refuge from those wounds. Or when we lay chained on the burning lake, that sure was worse. So he's like, is it really the worst case if we're able to sit around and have this meeting? Mm-hmm. Right? God is no longer attacking us, and we're not chained to that lake anymore. Right? You can't tell me that wasn't worse than this. And he points out that God could definitely reach down and punish them more, and they might be, quote, hurled each upon his rock, transfixed uh, the, sport of pr- uh, the sport and prey of racking whirlwinds, or forever sunk under yon boiling ocean, wrapped in chains, there to converse with everlasting groans. So... He's painting a picture. He's like, you think this is the worst. Yeah, but, you know, is God so powerful he can't make a worse hell <laughs> right then <laughs> that right? he can suffer through? Like, no, of course he can't. Like, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. It's and infinite. Exactly. And as for being sneaky, how can you deceive God, quote, whose eye views all things at one view? He from heaven's height, all these, uh, all these our emotions vain, sees and derides. Mm-hmm. He's probably watching us right now, guys. Well, I think we we should we they should think that because he let yeah. them go over their chains, right? I mean, they, right. they know that this. Well, is he doesn't. Well, see, I don't think I don't think they know that. I oh, think they think they, that they were just really strong and clever. exactly, yeah, uh, yeah. And this is okay. So this is actually this is a good point that we should probably make is the argument that Belial is making mm-hmm. and that some of them are making. It's like, oh yeah, God is all powerful. I don't think. <sighs> within the world of the story that that is an understood thing by the angels. Okay. So there so so he's he's kind of saying 
God is really strong. He might be all powerful. It's not like just a matter of course. It's not, it's like, not just like a fact, right? That, that, that we who understand God would know. Like they're, they're like, yeah. Because why would they rebel in the first place? Well, that's what I was. I was that's part of my question. Is why did they have this argument eight, uh, ten days ago? Um, yeah. But uh, no, I think the characters, the characters of these fallen angels and Satan, think that God can be defeated. Right. That would have to happen. Right. But yeah. then, but then he threw them out of heaven to a place they didn't know existed. That was yeah. nine days fall away. Yeah. Into yeah. the into a, a burning, boiling lake of magma or yeah. lava. Lava. Yeah. 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 Uh, so this is where they're figuring that out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think they're just they're 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 maybe not like figuring it out. I think they're coming to terms with like oh. Like, what if, like, yeah, maybe he is all powerful. Yeah, no, no, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, so, so Belial is saying, like, yeah, like, like, there's, there's nothing saying that he, um, isn't watching us right now. Mm-hmm. And, and hey, maybe, uh, like, if we, if we just kind of like chill, maybe eventually God will also chill out, mm-hmm. you know, quote, whence these raging fires will slacken if his breath stir not their flames. So he's saying, it's like, ah, you know, maybe he might, uh, you know, let up if we, if we're, you know, if we're good little boys. <laughs> he'll take on a hobby and won't have, yeah. you know, he'll to do Sudoku and uh, not he'll, worry about what's going on. He'll forget about us. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, so yeah, Milton says, thus Belial with words clothed in reason's garb counsels, counseled ignoble ease and peaceful sloth, not peace. Mm-hmm. Keenan, what do we think of, of, uh, Belial? What do we think of this argument? Yeah. Well, I don't like that he's taken over for, uh, Beelzebub, which is the part I want and mm-hmm. <laughs> having Satan's ear. Like, no, that's, that's my part. Uh, I don't think, I think, I think, I think it's a little bit more complex than that. I think, I think Beelzebub and, and Satan are still, are still buddies. Oh, um, thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, well, think, I think this is just like he's he's just kind of like this this uh, he's he's, peak, he's he's speaking up and he's saying we shouldn't fight. All right, so you and I are fallen angels in the back there. We've had this uh-huh. big fight, and, and Belial comes and says we should just do nothing mm-hmm. and just sit around here and make this our new home. That's what he's yeah, saying, right? Or well, he's not he's not even saying like make the best of it because that argument comes later. Okay. He's saying he's saying this is fine. He is mm-hmm. that he's that he's that burning you know that that dog in that burning meme that burning house meme. Right? <laughs> right. He's like, this is fine. This is fine. Right, and so we don't have to do anything. Yeah, we don't have to do anything. Yeah. Be- and, and he's specifically saying because if we try, we might get stomped even harder. Yeah, and if we don't do anything, then God might even make this prison nicer or yeah. let us back into heaven even. Right, eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like right. that. That's what I would agree. I'd vote for that. Do nothing. Sit down do here nothing. on our asses. <laughs> right, yeah. Because like Milton is is framing him as as like, you know, ignoble ease and peaceful mm-hmm. sloth, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. and his words are worthless. And is, are, are they just saying he's a coward? Or like, compared to, to um, Moloch, he's like, yeah, let's mm-hmm. fight until we die. And <laughs> even if we don't die. But you know, Babelio's like, no, we like, it could be even worse than this. Mm-hmm. Like, right. this isn't ba- like, we literally built pandemonium and we're sitting here at a council meeting. And like, we're not chained to that lake anymore. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're, I think, guys, I think we're being a little bit dramatic here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had me at sloth. I'm good. <laughs> but let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Once once Satan builds those uh, you know those nine circles, he'll be he'll be over there. Right? Yeah. But yeah. So then we get uh, a third uh, speaker. We get Mammon. Uh, remember, folks, Mammon is all about gold and wealth, right? Mm-hmm. He led the the mining expedition to to build Pandemonium, mm-hmm. um, and he says the only way they're going to win back their places in heaven is if they dethrone God, and that's impossible. Um, and then he sort of like echoes uh, Belial's argument. He's like, suppose he forgives us all, maybe even lets us back into heaven. And then we'll have to bow and scrape to him and sing hymns to him to mm-hmm. celebrate his throne with warbled hymns and to his godhead sing forced hallelujahs. 
He says, no, both of these are unacceptable, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, fighting is a death sentence and apologizing and, and bowing and scraping in shame, that's that's also unacceptable. Groveling, right? yeah. Groveling, no, right? Yeah. So he says, at least in hell now, we're free. And hell is full of all these precious metals and stones enough to build more cities and more palaces. We can, we can make a place for ourselves down here. And the suffering is going to toughen us up and make us even more angelic than the angels because we're so badass. <laughs> we're going to eat our own personal palaces, our personal <laughs> pan palaces. Right. <laughs> and they'll all be as tiny as this, this, this pandemonium. Tiny as we want. Yeah. So even, even everyone's amazed. They're like, even smaller than this? <laughs> even smaller than this, my little Even boys. smaller. <laughs> Think of think of less than two bananas. <laughs> and all you have to do is to read as many books as you can. <laughs> my advice to you is to pick shorter books. <laughs> the, the, I figured that out real early in my education. Oh, that's a that's a oh, that's a little bit devious, Keenan. I don't just know. Flip to the end of the book. You see how many pages are there. Mm. Choose that. Right. Sometimes you just you know you don't even read it. You just say you read it. <gasps> you know, I never did that. Yeah, really? Yeah, mm. I know, I know. I felt like a sucker once my yeah. friends started telling me that. Mm, just both. tell your parents you read the book. They're not gonna yeah. read it. They're, they're shitty what kids' they, books. They got, <laughs> they're not they gonna read shit them. to do. <laughs> hop on it? pop. You hop on pop. Yeah. <laughs> Pop's got got work in daddy's room. <laughs> Drinking daddy's candy. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, but yeah, so so he says like no, no, we can't do uh, those, right? Um, and he's like, yeah, so we can uh, uh, we can make uh, hell like uh, you know a really nice place, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. And he says all things invite to peaceful councils and and the settled state of order. How in safety best we may compose our present evils with regard of what we are and where, dismissing quite all thoughts of war. You have what I advise, mm -hmm. right? So he's like, that's that's my advice. We stay here, but we like we we make the best of it, right? right? Okay, so we heard Moloch. We heard Belial, and now we heard Mammon. Mm -hmm. So, what do we think? What do we What are we thinking in the back? What are we thinking of Mammon's? You speech? know, so Mammon paints a, a an interesting picture of like having to go up and sing hymns and stuff. I do not want to end up singing hymns. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if that's like, the price to get back into heaven, we gotta. It's like glory, yeah. glory. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you're trying to get you like, well, you got to speed this up a little bit. No, that song goes on forever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all day. And depending on what what angel you are, is like if you're if you're a cherubim, it's fine, mm -hmm. right? But if you're a seraphim around the throne of God, that is your job. That is what right. you do all the time. Yeah. So I don't want that to happen. So yeah. Mammon is making a good point there. And you know, mm -hmm. we get our own our own personal pan palaces, and that's <laughs> yeah, really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I still think I'm on to um, Belial's of let's Bellion. just not do anything. Yeah. Let's just not do anything. Okay. Yeah, I like all I right. like the not doing anything. Interesting. I might be I might be uh, going more towards Mammon just because um you know like like not doing anything but like also you know like like trying to trying to make this house a home right mm -hmm. this this hell house right? <laughs> to sims it up yeah yeah exactly right house. this is this is we got we got a, a new civilization mm -hmm. six board here right <laughs> let's let's see where we can go right but yeah so so he, he makes some fair points hell is not without its materials and its resources right mm -hmm. um i think he wants i think he wants another montage Hell's a fixer-upper, right? They'll get all the demons working together, making it work. This is 80s music plays, right? right. Hell's a fixer-upper, we all working together, making it work as 80s music plays. We the push in some dirt, because everything's dirt down here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Except for the magma, no, it's actually lava. <laughs> and for lunch, we can have anything except for bananas. <laughs> we got gold. What else? We got gems. What else? We got gold again. What else? We got gold. <laughs> Getting tired of gold and gems and gold and gems, yeah! You can't eat gems. <laughs> well, you can try, but yeah, it's really painful. Believe me, Marlock tried to eat gems. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's when he turns to the camera and he smiles and all his teeth are broken. And there's like like two demons in overalls and they're like painting a wall. And, <laughs> and one accidentally gets paint on the other. And they laugh, uh, and then they start having a paint fight, yeah. right? But then we pan out, and we see uh, Mammon in a hard hat, right? And he's got his hands on his hips, and he shakes his head. But then, right before cutting away, he gets yeah. a face full of paint, too. Oh, does he does his reaction, does he like it, or does he... Is he real? It cuts Ooh. away before we even react, yeah. But we hope, you know, the little 80s kids that we are, that he, you know, he takes the stick out of his butt, and he, you know, he, starts, uh, he starts having fun. Right. But yeah. That's um, a, if you can't have fun down in hell... No. Yeah. What, what are you even doing there? Yeah. But yeah, so this actually seems to be yeah, the if you most... Don't like, if you don't oh, like yeah. hell, go back to where you came from. That's my <laughs> advice. Oh, of course those people would be down here. <laughs> it's like, go back to where you came from. And, and like all the demons are like, we're trying. We're trying to. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so yeah, this proposal seems to be the most favored option, right? Mm. All the demons applaud um, as uh, as Mammon sits down, um, but almost immediately, Beelzebub stands up mm. and everyone falls silent because he's <laughs> he's doing that thing. He has that look. You know how some people can like quiet the crowd with like just a look. Mm. Fellow fellow teachers, you know you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> it's how you manage your classrooms. So he stands up. And everyone is silent. Does he flick and the lights on and off, or he's, he's no, so good no. at him to get to that point? <laughs> Scratches the chalkboard. <laughs> or he just looks and he's like, and he starts <laughs> like with with the elementary students. He starts one, two, three. Thank you. No, no, he doesn't do that. Right? No, he's he, but he's got this like 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 presence about him and everyone's right. like, oh, right? And everyone's like, oh, it's Beelzebub, Beelzebub. Shut up, shut up, shut up, it's Beelzebub, right? So yeah, so he addresses them all. He says, thrones and imperial powers, right? Offspring of heaven. Interesting, both he and Satan continually address them by like their ranks, like thrones, mm -hmm. cherubim, mm -hmm. seraphim, do, uh, dominions, right? Yeah. And he says, um, he says, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, offspring of heaven, ethereal virtues, or these titles now must we renounce and changing style be called princes of hell for so the popular vote inclines. So he's, he's digging at uh, this uh, opt for, for not doing anything. Right? Mm -hmm. He reminds them that this place is a prison, not a retreat. <laughs> and if God wanted, he could extend his empire over hell as well, quote, and with iron scepter rule us here as with his golden those in heaven. And he says, why are they even talking about peace and war? They have chosen war and were defeated. And the only thing they can do now is try to continue messing with God's plans. And then he tells them of a new place. If the prophecies in heaven are correct and a new creature called man, who is either already created or about to be created. Mm -hmm. um, Beelzebub says that they should be focusing on who these new creatures are, what they're made of, what, what powers they have. And he says, maybe. 
they can destroy or enslave them to get back at God, or even better, win them over to their side. And that would be like the deepest cut to God, right? Seeing his children join uh, the demons literally and figuratively in hell, right? Mm -hmm. And he ends by saying, advise if this be worth attempting or to sit in darkness here, hatching vain empires. So again, again, that jab at like like (laughs) all this, you know, you're just sitting here making castles in the air. You're sitting here with your your sloth, with your gluttony, with your pride. (laughs) What's wrong with you? people (laughs) no but um you know when when he introduces the idea of of this new creature who who we know is going to be man right is that in uh uh, does it say such or do we just sort of um, well the argument says man right that's what i was wondering that that says that but like are are you saying like in the text yeah i don't think he does but but anyways we're supposed to we're supposed to know that this is man and adam etc because we're smart people right but then what i get distracted by i think he's talking about us (laughs) (laughs) i think i think that new creature is us (laughs) Yeah, that's that's so. Um, uh, like the the rock band that comes to town is like, right? like so. Uh, yeah, you ready to rock Burbank? And you, <laughs> that's us. We're Burbank. <laughs> We're mentioned. <laughs> um, but so so man is either created or or about to be created, and uh-huh. then and then I'm trying to do the you know Genesis math of they've been traveling through oh, right, nine, nine days, days right? Mm-hmm. And, but then man was created on on which day? And then trying the to do all this seventh uh, day. No, 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 no the, the seventh day. day he rested he rested right, right, right. <laughs> right so yeah i'm trying to do all that math and uh that's mm-hmm. i don't think that's the point but that's where, that's where my mind goes yeah so so are, are we to take that like yeah but but like now oh, now you've got me all hung up on this math. <laughs> yeah so, so they did, create... they, did they just literally just get kicked out of heaven and then god creates man like he turns around he just like so well, that's which, that which would so if that were that could have happened depending on mm-hmm. how this goes right mm-hmm. um Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you would, so you they've been flying through the through space for nine days. For nine days, yeah. So then on, so then so nine days ago they got thrown out. They fell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then maybe as early as eight days ago, God creates, maybe not the man, yeah. but yeah. maybe creates the sun and the or creates light or whatever. Right. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah. so the, the that first seven days. Where does that land within these nine days? That's, I don't, where, I'm, that's where I'm having trouble. I can feel the ghost of Milton. He's like, this is so unimportant. <laughs> well, then why do you say nine days, I Milton? don't know. Because I, I, he's trying to say that they fell for a really long time. <laughs> right? It's like nine days, the span of right. day, you know, it's Longer it than cool. the six days in which God created everything. Oh, yeah. It's specifically right. longer than it took to create the earth is, yeah. is how long they fell. Oh, okay. Hmm. Much longer, yeah. Oh, that would make sense, though. Yeah? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. Because up in heaven, like we're going to see in like, uh, it was like book three or book four, right? We get like a little um, flashback, mm-hmm. you know, Satan and, and the angels up in heaven mm-hmm. um, or Lucifer. Yeah. And and he's he's like, I don't know about this Jesus guy. And I don't know about like all these plans that God has. So so plans were not like put into motion yet at that time. Oh, okay. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so, cause, cause God made this decree and he names Jesus, you know, his, his son. And, um, and I think he also, ah, when we get to the book, I'll, I'll, I'll remember, but like, mm-hmm. I think he also announces that, uh, he's going to, he's going to make earth and he's going to make man. And that's when like, you know, Satan kind of sidles up to some of the other angels. It's like, Hey, this is a, you know, I don't like this. Oh, right. That would make sense. Right. Um, mm. yeah. And then to, to, like, I'm just fascinated by this uh, Miltonian idea of like what the cosmos are like and what space is like. Yeah. And again, like I was talking about in the last minute, heaven and hell uh, mm-hmm. um, existing in this realm outside of Earth because Earth hasn't been created yet. Right. So, you know, if God God is powerful enough mm-hmm. in my conception of God uh-huh. to to 
create on on the first day light. Yes. Um, and that that day could be within the days that uh, that Satan is you know falling towards hell. Oh, right, because there's no there's no measurement until light is created. Is what you're saying? Well, sure, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. the days don't have to don't have to match, but uh, you know my mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. little human brain wants them to match somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We want to we want to put things together. We want to yeah. Right. Um. But no, no, you're absolutely. Right. And we're going to get a lot of that kind of like the swirling chaos of this place in this book. Right. Yeah, like I love when, that stuff. Yeah, it's it's really really fascinating and. A little bit uh, heretical, I mm-hmm, think. Sure. Because um, he's, you know, the idea was that, you know, God created, um, you know, the earth out of nothing, right? Mm-hmm, Ex nihilo, right. right? But he's saying that, like, like if I'm if I'm reading this correctly, and folks, you can you can write in and, and let me know if I'm 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 not understanding this fully, but it sounds like he create like he he disrupted chaos, which is a kingdom, mm-hmm. and chaos. The character and chaos, the kingdom existed already, right? And he he like disrupted it by creating order and light and you know the world and everything like that, mm-hmm. and that made chaos angry. Yeah, and so it's like so it's not like like God was just all by himself and he said you know let's create the universe, let's create you know uh, light and the world and man. Mm-hmm. It's like he's sitting there with chaos apparently, mm-hmm. and he he's like, hey, I'm I'm going to take some of your chaos, I'm going to borrow it, and I'm going to make something. Right. And Chaos is like, no, don't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And but as yeah, you're saying, know. like, he's there with his angels and, and all of that who are helping him do this, I suppose. Like right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, so, um, so, so yeah, so we find out. And th- so I'm going to, I'm going to, and I'm going to have to uh, remind me uh, to, to look for if they actually announce mm-hmm. that like a new world is going to be created once we get to that book. Because if that is the case, then both Satan and now Beelzebub have have like revealed this, have dropped this bomb as mm-hmm. if it's like the first time they've said it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if they were all up there, like having an audience in heaven and, and God makes this announcement, it's like right. we're going to create a new world and a new creature. And then, then that what that's what spurs them to go, well, that's no good. That's not good for us because now they're yeah. making a new creature who's above us when we are the angels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like now he's like, and, and did you know? Like we've we've heard we've heard tell of this new and it's like mm. all of them's like yes we <laughs> we know that's kind of why we did this that's why we're down here <laughs> but yeah so we'll have to I'll have to see like how it is announced in heaven if cool I'm. right um, but yeah so um, yeah hatching vain empires that's what he said right so he's making a dig at them um, and then we find out so so yeah so that's that's Beelzebub's proposal. Right. Mm-hmm. But then we find out that this proposal was actually Satan's idea and he's using Beelzebub as a mouthpiece. They're sort of like working together on this thing. Right. right? So Beelzebub is less of a like, you know, like this kind of like uh, toady. He's a- he's actually like like working close with Satan. Like they right. they got this like tag team thing going on uh-huh, um, right. and the plan works. It's a unanimous vote. Mm-hmm. And so, again, like he quiets them all down. Right. And he says, you have made the right choice. But first. Whom shall we send in search of this new world? Mm-hmm. Whom shall we find sufficient? Who shall tempt with wandering feet the dark, unbottomed infinite abyss, and through the palpable obscure find out his uncouth way, or spread his airy flight upborne with indefatigable wings? Indefatigable or indefatigable? I like fatigable, but it's probably wrong. Indefat- <laughs> yeah. Indefat- ind- tireless wings. <laughs> Over the vast abrupt, ere he arrived the happy isle. What strength, what art can then suffice, or or what 
Evasion bear him safe through the strict centuries and stations thick of angels watching round. I love this. He's he's like, who could we possibly send? They would, be, they, they would have to be the strongest, bravest angel, the most handsome, the best singer, best dressed, smells nice. And he looks over and Satan's like, like making emotions like tone it, tone it. <laughs> But that's what he's doing. He's literally, you know, like by Satan's kind of like, um, you know, planning, he's, he's, he's like building it. It's like, oh, who shall we send? Right. Right. And he's making this, this voyage seem like really, really scary. Right. Which it is. It's chaos. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like everyone falls silent. Right. And, and uh, Milton says that you can see in all of their faces, like they're all kind of like thinking about it, but they're all too afraid to, you know, volunteer to make the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, Satan stands up and he's like. Friends, angels, countrymen. No, no. But he's like, like this is this is a long and dangerous journey. You're all so brave for even thinking of doing it. Um, and I don't know how he actually knows this, but like he now describes what's coming up just to like kind of like further scare and impress them, mm-hmm. right? He's like, long is the way and hard that out of hell leads up to light. Our prison strong, this huge convex of fire, outrageous to devour, immures us round ninefold. And gates of burning adamant barred over us prohibit all egress. These past, if any pass, the void profound of unessential night receives him next, wide gaping, and with utter loss of being, threatens him, plunged into that abortive gulf. That was like, it was pretty, pretty impressive, huh? <laughs> How um, does he know all that? He's read the book. I, yeah, it's, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> but actually, I didn't read it. I said I read it. <laughs> no. But yeah, so, so after that, he's like, you know, but don't worry, because... I'm going to make this sacrifice for you all. I'm going to go out there into the midst of chaos and I'm going to brave the tempest and I'll, I'll find my way to this new land and I'll set it up as our new home. And, and I'm going to do it alone, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the last thing he says. He gets up uh, before anyone can reply because he knows that these guys are all backbiters and coattail riders and he knows that now they're all going to like pretend to want to go with him. It's like, oh, I'll go with you. You, ha- you have my axe and my bow. And, and my children that I'm eating. And my... She'll <laughs> give you half of my children. Moloch, no, no. <laughs> Not even your children. Oh, God. They're my personal children. No. But no. But, but then... Like, even if they get turned down, they're mm-hmm. going to look just as brave as he did, yeah. right? Simply by offering to go. So he's like, no, 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 we're not going to do that, right? So, Keenan, this whole council was sort of a, a farce, right? Satan, Satan had this idea to go to Earth the whole time. Mm-hmm. But from this book, we can see that he's more than a hot-headed rebel. He's, he's a statesman. He's a politician, right? He got everyone together for this council. Um, but he's also the father of lies and deception. He lets them all speak. And then he and Beelzebub offer up this new proposal in such a way as to make Satan look really, really good. Yeah, I was wondering about that when in the argument they're saying we're going to have this council. And I was uh-huh. wondering if that's part of Milton, again, attacking the idea of monarchy and of like absolute oh. rule. And, you know, in America, we have this idea that like uh, that the English didn't know what democracy was and they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is not true. They had they had a parliament and they had elected right. people. And, and mm-hmm. uh, so so anyways, like but but. I was wondering if this was all like, oh, yeah, you know, again, like Satan is great. Satan is more democratic or at least more Republican than yeah. um, than the monarchy. But then it turns mm-hmm. out that, no, it's all a farce anyways. And he's right. using the idea of representational government, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, and everyone having the straw vote and everyone having a voice. And he's using it against them. Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So so he he, he tricks them good. Um, <laughs> I think they deserve each other, Keenan. I think, right. they, you know, like like him and all the devils. Um, but then also, okay, let's not go past the fact that even though he tricked them, like what he's setting out to do 
is really dangerous. And all of them, including Satan, are afraid to undertake this voyage. So, so he's doing some boasting, right? He's mm-hmm. doing some, some manipulation, but he is still willing to attempt something none of them uh, have attempted. None of them really know what the realm of chaos is like, I, I guess, except Satan, because he just described all of it. <laughs> yeah, none um, of them have read the book. Yeah, none of them. Yeah. Um, he, he could be like completely destroyed or lost forever in space, right? None of them know. And for all that talk about like, oh, there's nothing worse than hell, they have no idea what's out there. And, and you see these demons like already starting to like exhibit these less angelic attributes because even though they don't like hell, comfortable misery is more preferred than the unknown. Right. That's exactly how I would think at the edge of the circle. I'd say, yeah, I'd rather just be here than, yeah, again, right. do anything. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm aware that I'm suffering. At least I know what's coming up. More suffering. Yeah. God, <laughs> of, and of the same suffering. God hasn't like said like on this day, it'll get smaller or something. Right, like, you'll yeah. have less land for yourself and fewer pizzas or anything. Mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm, you know, I could not get used to it, but like, you know, it's going to become predictable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so, so Satan makes this uh, decree. He's going to, he's going to brave the the voyage alone. And so everyone's like, yay, Satan, we love you. (laughs) And they all applaud him. And here Milton dips in uh, to make a comment about, and this is, this is actually going with what you were just saying, Keenan. He dips in to make a comment about how these devils are actually better at discourse Mm -hmm. than humans. Like who, you know, humans who fight and kill each other. At least these devils are united. Mm -hmm. and, And that makes us, that makes us you know, humans double cursed because not only do we have devils as our enemies, but also other humans. Yeah, other Englishmen, and other Englishmen, right? <laughs> yeah. Interesting little commentary there by Milton, right? Like, but he's not pro Satan. You know, he's just, he's just saying that uh, you know Satan got the trains running on time. <laughs> a, do you a, know that Mussolini didn't get the trains know, running on time? Now that I know that. <laughs> I mean, I hated him already. <laughs> right, right, right. But did you know that? Why, why did they start saying that? Whose idea was know. it to just I don't know. make up this thing that he was good at this? Well, you know. Well, that's the. That's why go the, out of your way to say something nice about Mussolini to make yeah. your point? <laughs> but that's the, I mean, I guess that's the lie that an autocracy tells you, right? A dictatorship mm-hmm. is like, it's going to be hard, but everything's going to be in order. Oh, right? Yeah, I got to look into everything's that. Everything's going to work like a clock. I, right? I always thought that that saying was from non non adherence to Mussoliniism, so I wonder, but oh, yeah, hmm. why do we just keep why do we say that? Don't say that. I, I think that's like the general like vibe of a of a dictatorship. Even I though it's not so. true. Because you you see actual real life dictatorships, folks, and ev- everything's like falling apart. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So then Milton writes the Stygian council thus dissolved and forth in order came the grand infernal peers, midst came their mighty paramount, mm-hmm. and seemed alone the antagonist of heaven nor less than hell's dread emperor with pomp supreme and godlike imitated state, him round a globe of fiery seraphim enclosed with bright emblazonry and horrent arms. Mm -hmm. So they exit this council with all this like pomp and circumstance. Like God, Satan is now surrounded by seraphim. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess, you know, evil seraphim. Um, and then he also s- sends uh, four cherubs, uh, cherubim to to fly to the you know the four corners, east, west, north, south, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, with trumpets announcing Satan's decree. Yeah, but to who? I see. Okay, aren't they all in pandemonium? <laughs> this is a question that is not answered in the text, <laughs> folks. Help us out. In the great council of hell, mm-hmm. is it all the demons? That's what pandemonium is it, means. Yeah, pandemonium in there, <laughs> <laughs> or is it like just the important ones of state, like you know Moloch and Mammon and, and Beelzebub and Satan? Because it sounds like they they came out of this council and everyone's like, so, oh, what were the you know what were the leaders talking about in there? And you know the trumpets are blasting. It's like here you here you Satan has decided he's gonna go to Earth, and everyone's like, whoa, that's so cool. <laughs> 
So were they? Did they not hear in uh, there? I that doesn't jive with what yeah what I understood was happening. But mm, yeah. So you know, in any case, um, you know whether like maybe maybe they're all just like waiting outside. I don't know. There's right? nothing for them. To, there's no TV. There's no hula hoops. Hey hey, hey 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 hey. <laughs> actually, uh, th- we're, we're going to get right to that right now. Actually. <laughs> okay, great. Because here is where Milton gets a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so so before they ended the council, um, I didn't read this part, but Satan tells them to find ways to pass the time. Oh yeah. And. And distract themselves from, you know, eternal hellfire until he gets back. And they do. And this is what they do, Keenan. They set up an Olympic Games. <laughs> they have strength competitions. Mm-hmm. They have war reenactments, like play war, right? Um, that's the rowdier ones. And then the quieter, more angelic ones, they they sit around playing music. So I guess they still have their harps. <laughs> they clutched they those as they were falling yeah. for nine days. It was like, oh, no, get the harp, get the harp. <laughs> It's like sword or it's like, oh, I left my sword up there. It's like, well, I left my harp up there. It's like, oh, you know. And then one lucky bastard, he's got both of them. Like, I'm not sharing. <laughs> no, it's my personal no. harp. It's my, <laughs> see how small it is? All right. It's just, it's just a kazoo. <laughs> no, it's a harp. It's a personal harp. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so, so yeah, so these, these, uh, uh, the quieter, like kind of more angelic ones, they sit around playing music, um, and they sing about their own heroic deeds and the tragedy of their fall. And Milton says, even though they're fallen angels, they're still angels. So the music is actually like really beautiful enough to temporarily distract anyone who's listening. Mm -hmm. And then another group of angels, they sit around and they have philosophical discussions about good and evil and free will and Mm -hmm. fate. And they just kind of get like lost in these deep discussions right as milton puts it uh and found no end in wandering mazes lost um and that's why i think podcasts are an invention of hell like one of these angels was like dude this is so deep we have to record this this needs to be a show yeah they're just what just like the idea of of fallen angels right just sitting around being like what is evil you know what I mean? Uh, are we evil? There's, it's like, are we the bad guys? <laughs> but no, like, like it's just this. It's this weird. I think this was completely intentional. I think mm-hmm. I think Milton was trying to make this slightly comedic with these angels being like so philosophic about like oh free will and mm-hmm. and destiny and predestination and and good and evil. What is that? <laughs> who who can really say what evil is? Right. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, you know, it's like it's like what do you think, uh, Aziraphale? And he's like ah. <laughs> Had to think of an angel name, and you couldn't think of any other angel name, Lester. It's from Good Omens. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's like actually the good angel, so I messed up. Whatever, whatever. But yeah, so, um, and then then we got like another group that decides to like go on this like expedition. They Mm -hmm. decide to explore hell, right? Right. And they discover, guess what? The rivers of Hades (laughs) feeding into that lake that they were trapped in, right? So we got Mm -hmm. Styx, the river of hate. Acheron the, and Cocytus, uh, the rivers of woe and despair. Mm-hmm. We got Phlegathon, the river of fire, and Lethe, river of forgetfulness. What was that last one? Phlegathon, river of fire. <laughs> but yeah, and, and then beyond this lake is a frozen continent with snow and hail and icy winds, right? Okay, so like this is, this is getting a little bit, uh, reminding me a little bit of Dante right here, right? Yeah, I guess the difference between, uh, oh, I suppose so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess a difference here uh, between, you know, Hades and uh, Dante's vision and and what Milton is trying to do again with this cosmological hell is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, in Hades, you can 
walk out of Hades and like they tell yes. you don't look back you know like mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm. can see the border between Hades and, right. and uh, the land of the living and that's how Dante's is as well right there's there's right. an entry and an exit um, right and help. and Hades the the guy Hades actually has like one of those like systems where like you can't find his home mm-hmm. unless he wants you to find it right right but there is so a it's a place border. like you can travel to yeah mm-hmm. right yeah we're here you can like a planet at some point fly high enough that you're no longer in hell yes yes mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Right. And like a planet, you can like traverse the the globe and come to like this like Arctic place. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's happened is like everything is on fire except this like little continent, which is like completely like icy and and stormy with wind and snow and everything like that. And they don't want to move over there. They prefer the heat, I guess. Okay. Well, get this. Right. This this is what they do. Uh Um, So like these guys, these angels spend their time Mm -hmm. going from the extreme hot and they're like, ow, 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 oh, it's too hot. <laughs> penal fire, penal fire. Penal fire, penal fire. <laughs> and, then, and then when they can't bear it any longer, um, they, they fly over to the extreme cold and they're like, this <laughs> And then when they can't bear that any longer, they go back to the other side. I see. Penal fire, penal ice, penal fire, penal ice. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And every single time they, they cross, they try to like drink from the river of forgetfulness mm-hmm. to, to forget their pain, right? But the river is guarded by, guess who? Medusa. And the Gorgons. <laughs> so again, right? Like Dante used them and, and Milton's using them too, right? This is where I have trouble. So in the previous book, he has explained that basically any any god of mythology is one of these angels or, you know, who's going to be a demon. Mm-hmm. And now we're saying that, yes, all that. But then also in hell, there are these creatures that have already lived there before the fall. It's weird. It's like... <sighs> And they're because Medusa, gonna, and they're the Gorgons. And they're, yeah, the, there's, there's Medusa, there's the Gorgons, right. there's, and there's just Hydras. Living and, down here, yeah, yeah, right. Well, I think okay, I what I'm what I'm seeing visually, mm-hmm. like if this were like an animated story, like a really s- freaky animated story, <laughs> um, is them falling, and as they're falling, hell is kind of like growing and unfolding uh-huh. like a flower, right? right? So it just kind of like, and then by the time, bam, they hit the lake, mm-hmm. it's it's all like everything is like Medusa has sprouted up out of you mm-hmm. know the the um the material yeah, of hell, like a pop-up right? Book, yeah, exactly. It right? it's is like a uh, what is the word for that in gaming? It is procedurally generated. There <laughs> so we go. As right, coming down, it's forming. Yeah, right. It's all just a bunch of ones and zeros <laughs> until yeah. And that's that's well that's the you know the nine days is the loading time. <laughs> yeah, he had a really slow computer. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, so so Medusa's here, right? And we're gonna get like in 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 also in this book we're gonna find somebody um, that Satan refers to as Hellborn, right? Mm-hmm. So there are things that are born in Hell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so they can't they can't get to Lethe and and drink and forget their pain. So they have to just keep exploring Hell. Mm-hmm. And Milton describes it. He says a universe of death, right. which God by curse created evil for evil only good, where all life dies, death lives, and nature breeds perverse, all monstrous, all prodigious things, abominable, inutterable, and worse than fables, yet have feigned or fear conceived right? Gorgons and hydras and chimeras dire, mm-hmm. right? So he's saying like, I think he, correct me if I'm wrong, he's, he's alluding to, it's like, like that's where the idea for all these monsters came from. Mm. Like, because he says, um, uh, uh, worse than fables yet have feigned or fear conceived. So, so this is where, um, this is where the ideas of monsters get into the zeitgeist is from hell itself. Right, so there are so there are actually like hydras and chimeras and oh, and, and gorgons in hell. I like right. that. Yeah. Right. Um, so so yeah, anything meanwhile. anything you can invent, anything that writers on Earth can make as a monster, a boogie monster, it already right. exists in hell. Right. It existed before, and it just kind of like floated mm-hmm. into your mind. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a really cool idea. Um, meanwhile, Satan has already left on his journey. He's flying really fast on the way to the gates of hell. Uh, Milton wants us to know that his flying is like really, really cool. <laughs> like he coasts the left side of the river, then the right. And sometimes he like skims the water, right? With the, with the tip of his wing, right? He does a couple of barrel rolls, mm. you know? He's just showing up to nobody. <laughs> but he sees his reflection. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, this is pod yeah. racing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it works because he's because he's Anakin. Right? Yeah. He's, well, he's Hayden Christensen. Right. right. But yeah. So and then finally he reaches the gates and he sees that they are guarded by two new characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it says, before the gates, there sat on either side a formidable shape. The one seemed woman to the waist and fair, but ended foul in many a scaly fold, voluminous and vast, a serpent armed with mortal sting. About her middle round, a cry of hellhounds never ceasing barked with wide Cerberian mouths, full loud and rung a hideous peal. Yet when they list, would creep, if aught disturbed their noise, into her womb and kennel there, Yet there still barked and howled within unseen. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get pretty gross from here, folks. What? Was just, the, just a the warning. He's going back into the womb and you could still hear them crying and they've, they've got, yeah. uh, what kind of mouths? <laughs> Cerebrarian. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What's so creepy <sighs> about having three-headed dogs crawl back up into you? And uh... <laughs> <laughs> Right? Ha- haven't we all had? Yeah. But no, no, no. We, and it gets even worse once we find out who this is. Oh, oh that's um, true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Satan focuses on the other guard. And Milton says, the other shape, if shape it might be called, that shape had none distinguishable in member, joint, or limb, or substance might be called that shadow seemed, for each seemed either, black it stood as night, fierce as ten furies, terrible as hell, and shook a dreadful dart, what seemed his head, the likeness of a kingly crown, had on. So, we got these two guards, one whose shape is half beautiful, half ugly, and the other who has no shape. But he wears a crown. Mm-hmm. So it's his birthday, I guess, at uh, Burger I King. I guess. <laughs> and he's getting his own personal whopper. <laughs> All right. mm. Oh, yeah. This guy loves Burger King. I bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Satan strides up and he says, Whence and what art thou, execrable shape? Thou darest, though grim and terrible, advance thy miscreated front to thwart my way to yonder gates? Through them I mean to pass, that be assured, without leave asked of thee. Retire, or taste thy folly, and learn by proof, hell-born, not to be contented with spirits of heaven. So, interesting, he calls this thing hell-born, and he he differentiates himself as a spirit of heaven. Mm -hmm. So is this uh, an anti-colonialist reading, or a pro-colonialist reading? I (laughs) don't know. This is Satan coming down, he's like, oh, these natives, like, I'm so, like, who are they to tell me which lands I'm able to go into? I'm an Englishman, right? I'm an English Satan, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, are we supposed to think that that's pretty cool of him, or supposed to think that's pretty bad of him? Or, I mean, this this guy's wearing a crown, so is he... (laughs) You know, like when um, in the early days when they were uh, when the English settlers were dealing with natives, they would mm-hmm. often try to put on um, put onto the natives ideas of like princes and kings and dukes and that kind oh, of thing. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. call them prince what's and what's um, or treat mm-hmm. uh, Pocahontas as a princess, and they would right, right. And then um, yeah, so they tried to do that, which is just like again completely incompatible with the idea that most of the native tribes thought of themselves as right. Right. It doesn't we like we don't have that kind of like operating system. We don't have that hierarchy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So they so. Then that became like so. At first, it was like okay, let's let's treat them that way and let's think about that. But then also, it, then it became like they don't act like princes 
at all. <laughs> like, why are, you know, that that's their problem is that like, oh, they're they're great princes of these lands, but they don't act royally. Mm. And so like, oh, they're so much right. lesser. But yeah. This, this, these titles we just made up for them, they're not fitting those titles. Right, what's wrong with these people? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Why, don't, why don't they act like the, the people that we think they are? <laughs> yeah. Or that we tell them that they or are. Or that they tell them that they are. Yeah, because they're not, they're not, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so, so this, this shadow shape mm-hmm. uh, answers Satan. It says, to whom the goblin full of wrath replied, art thou that traitor angel? Art thou he who first broke peace in heaven and faith, till then unbroken and in proud rebellious arms drew after him the third part of heaven's sons, conjured against the highest, for which both thou and they, outcast from God, are here condemned to waste eternal days in woe and pain? And reckonst thou thyself with spirits of heaven, hell doomed, and briefs defiance here and scorn, where I reign king, and to enrage thee more, thy king and lord? Back to thy punishment, false fugitive, and to thy speed add wings, Lest with a whip of scorpions I pursue thy lingering, or with one stroke of this dart strange horror seize thee and pangs unfelt before. So, he throws it back at him, right? Mm-hmm. Satan calls him hellborn, and he calls him hell doomed. <laughs> yeah, which is worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? And he says that, that he's the king of this place. Mm-hmm. But actually, yeah, this is the only time I've heard of um, this character, we haven't said his name mm-hmm. yet, um, having a whip of scorpions. Hmm. You know? And actually, okay, Keenan, how does that, like, logistically, how does that work? A whip made of scorpions? A whip of scorpions. <laughs> but wait a second. Doesn't he also have a scorpion tail, or have I misunderstood that? No. Oh. No, he, has, he, has, he, has a, he has a dreadful dart, mm-hmm. which uh, artist depictions, uh, it looks like he has, like, a spear. Oh, okay. Well, I've misunderstood this, so yeah, mm. it is, yes. So, yeah, so, so he, he has, has a, a whip spear? made of scorpions. That is what, unless, unless this is... <laughs> Like descriptive, like is is this a metaphor? Is this like a whip with like a lot of like um little little hooks on it? I don't think we're big on metaphors in this story, are we? I mean, <laughs> like everything yeah. that we say is literally Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there literally was Medusa and Hydra down right, there, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, like I would think I just would think that a whip of scorpions wouldn't be that effective. <laughs> Am I wrong? Well, because... It sounds like the coolest whip in the world. It sounds like the most the, painful thing. In order for the scorpions to form a whip, they'd probably have to hold on to each other by the tail and by right. the claws. Which is the, so. which is the, those are the two parts of a scorpion <laughs> that you don't want to get hit with. Right. But if those are occupied, like, joining them all together... So essentially, you just have one one tail at the end, again. Yeah. <laughs> Other, like, and you're just being hit by a bunch of, like, scorpion torsos. <laughs> Of all the things on a scorpion, uh, the thing I'm least afraid of is the back of it touching me. Exactly, <laughs> right? You're just like, ow. Right? Yeah, I'm scared of its its tail, its claws, its mouth, and its little legs. Or, okay, Keenan, is it a regular whip? Mm-hmm. Like with, with all the little thongs on it, with all the little, like like a cat of nine tails, uh-huh, right? Because right. that's what, like, he's 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 calling Satan like a, like a, a prisoner, a slave, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be one of those, like, torturous whips, right? All right, made of scorpions. But, but, or, or is it like, made of rope or leather with scorpions at the end. <laughs> with their little claws or with their little tails? Yeah. I think this matters. Well, isn't it? You, like, you, tie, you tie it in the middle. You tie it like a, you know, like a, like a lifeline. So all these little scorpions are like, you know, bungee jumping. All right, so they have their claws out and they have their tails out. Yeah, right. claws out, tails out. And, and it's just like a, you know, it's like, like the, the worst carnival ride ever, <laughs> this whip. And they just like, and you know, and they land on Satan's face and they, they sting him and they, you know, they, they pinch him. And, and they and pinch him it. and they make fun of him a little bit. Yeah, right. Of course. Right. <laughs> like, you look like a bitch. And they just try to come back <laughs> every time he gets close to them. <laughs> right, right. Before, before he pulls the whip away. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
But yeah, so so yeah, so he has that, and he has this um this 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 dart, this spear, mm-hmm. which it says like um like you know if you if if he sticks you with it, like strange horror sees thee and pangs unfelt before, mm-hmm. yeah. which sounds like by not describing it, it actually makes it sound scarier. <laughs> it's like like what are you gonna feel when when he hits you with that? Yeah, thing? I thought it was just his his actual scorpion tail. No, 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 no. So Satan's not going to take this, right? Uh, so they both square up. Mm-hmm. And that's when our first guard, uh, this uh, snake lady, intervenes. And she says, O oh, father, what intends thy hand, she cried, against thy only son? What fury, O oh, son, possesses thee to bend that mortal dart against thy father's head? Mm-hmm. And Satan is like, hang on. Why do you call me father? And this is when she explains that she is sin. And she was born in heaven out of Satan's head, right? Out of thy head I sprung. Mm-hmm. And when she was first conceived, she was beautiful and she uh, uh, attracted many angels, including Satan, mm-hmm. who got with her, like knew her biblically, yeah. as they say. Mm-hmm. And then after the fall, she is changed into this like hideous form and God sets her to guard the gates of hell, gives her the, the keys to the gates. Um, but... She's pregnant with Satan's child, and she gives birth to death. Mm-hmm. And that's this horrible shape sitting across from her with the, with the whip of scorpions and the crown on his head, right? Um, and, then, and then he, death, gets with her mm-hmm. and rapes her. Mm-hmm. And she gives birth to these hellhounds uh, who now like constantly crawl in and out of her womb. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, Let's just focus on the metaphor, okay? Mm-hmm. Like Satan Satan conceives sin, and then sin and Satan conceive death. Mm-hmm. It's a really good right. metaphor. I don't think we needed that extra stuff, Milton. <laughs> so it is, uh, how does it go? Oh, I always forget it. Uh, uh, fear, fear not. Fear leads to hate. <laughs> no, fear leads to anger. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> anger yes. leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering, or some version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know the order. I right. guess I should look it up. And are you going to throw incest in there somewhere? <laughs> is that the end? And suffering leads to mm, sweet, sweet incest. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. There we go. Okay. I hope you're right because I'm not going to open any tabs and look. It's <laughs> for the Star Wars minute. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I Googled that quote, I'll have to show you on the screen okay. for, for after the show. Yeah, this yeah. image that I got here. Okay, mm-hmm. anyways, so yeah, yeah so there, they, so there is this hierarchy, I suppose, but I don't right. quite follow because they all, they all sound bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so Satan is is sin's lover and father, mm-hmm. and then death is, um, Satan's grandson, uh-huh. and son, right? Because because he got because he, he made it with uh, with sin. All right. Yeah. There's got to be just an easier way to say this. There's got to be, yeah. I mean, like, because because sin sin popped out of Satan's head, like literally, mm-hmm. like like right. he, like an idea, right? That I understand. Yeah, um, while he was in heaven, and, and that she looked beautiful. I don't just, understand. Well, no, no, like like, of course he would conceive of sin in heaven. It would lead him to rebel. Like she's like but she's then... like the personification of a bad idea of 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 <laughs> sin, right? Yeah, but then so then. She only gets to conceive. She only gets to give birth to these, to to who to to death. She gives birth to death because she got with Satan. Yes. So death only exists after that, I suppose, and only right. after the war in heaven, the battle yeah. in heaven. Right. So, but because death comes from from us sinning, death comes from from man being you know eating the apple. But no, it comes from Satan in heaven. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Why no. does that happen? Well, no, so this is okay. This is like the the. <laughs> 
The overarching metaphor like, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, I think I think what Milton's saying uh-huh. is with these with these characters, with these personified versions, mm-hmm. is um, Satan begat sin, right? And then sin sin plus Satan equals death because okay. Satan got man to sin and that created death. But that hasn't happened yet, right? <laughs> that's where I'm having trouble. We're going no, to no, get no. that to happen. No, that hasn't happened yet. It's a very famous but... story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kina, don't spoil it. We're on book two. <laughs> okay. All right. No, no, no. That, that's where I'm confused. Again, I'm like with the dates and when is all this happening and I'm confused. Now. Right, right, right. No, no, no. I think I think this is like, like metaphorically sin and death existed before, like poetically... <laughs> This is actually a really cool way to not the incest part. I'm, you're making me you're making me defend this part. I am not part. asking you to defend any of it. You no, I'm saying to. I'm saying I really like the idea mm-hmm. that by himself Satan creates sin. Okay. And then Satan plus sin, mm-hmm. right, equals death. Uh-huh, right. Because like because Satan goes down to uh the Garden of Eden right. and he is the one who gets Eve to sin. Right. So Satan plus sin creates death. Yeah, now human right? beings can die and all that. Yeah, right. So that's the that's the that's the metaphor, but what Milton is saying is like, oh, actually they're here guarding the gates of hell too, right? Like they're 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 characters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm a, it's a little weird in the timeline to me and that they mm. were cast out of heaven after the battle of heaven as well and then mm. got ahead to this gate and God gave them these plans. Like this is No, 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 no. They they fell No, no, no. No, no. Sin death was never in heaven. It death was born was, in hell. He was born in hell. Right. Okay. Right, because you know, Satan calls him Hellborn, right? Yeah. But but sin, so sin fell with all the other angels, right? And God was like, "Here, you're going to be at this gate, right, with these keys, and not at the council, I guess, and not at the council, right? <laughs> okay, right. Which 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 also I know about because I'm God. Right. Um, yeah, he yeah. must. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but and then and then so she's waiting around, and and uh, Milton says that she was the only guard for a while mm-hmm, right. while she was pregnant. And then she gives birth to death, mm-hmm. and then death uh, gets with her, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that and creates these weird little. Hellhounds, which there is not a metaphor for anything, <laughs> but they're good boys. Yeah, you know, you know, they, you know, they um, they like their mama. I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, no, no. Like, yeah, they're 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 just a little bit um, you know, a little rowdy, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, they're hellhounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. Okay. Anyway. 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 Anyways. Right? So so Satan's like, I have a daughter and a wife <laughs> and a son slash grandson. <laughs> right. And he's like, kids. Don't worry. I'm going to fix everything. I'm going to go find that new world. Mm-hmm. And he says, and bring ye to the place where thou and death shall dwell at ease. And up and down unseen wing silently. And up and down unseen wing. Wait. And up and down. Where's the verb? <laughs> oh, wing is the verb. Okay. And up and down unseen wing silently the buxom air. Mm-hmm. Embalmed with odors. There ye shall be fed and filled immeasurably. All things shall be your prey. Mm-hmm. And both of them are like, mm, that is a pretty sweet deal. Um, <laughs> and Sin is like, you know, God put me here and gave me the keys to this gate, but oh yeah, I hate him. <laughs> and you're my father slash husband. So I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. And so she takes the keys and she opens the gates, uh, which Milton says none but her could open, um, but not even she could close. Okay. Because they're open, right? So Sin, like, he is pretty uh, empowered by the idea that he has these children. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, 
in regards to my behavior, I, I could only plead insanity. <laughs> Ever since my children were born, the moment I looked at them, I was crazy about them. Once I held them, I was hooked. I'm addicted to your children, sir. I'm addicted to my children, sir. I love them with all my heart. And the idea of someone telling me I can't be with them, I can't see them every day. It's like saying, someone saying I can't have air. I can't live without air and I can't live without them. <laughs> and then Moloch's like, did somebody say children? <laughs> Oh, they're fully grown. Never oh, mind. Never mind. <laughs> they won't even fit inside my furnace belly. Oh. <laughs> so Satan and Daniel Hilliard from Mrs. Doubtfire are yes. the same person. Are the same person. The they whole are. time. <laughs> <laughs> right. He yes. is Daniel Hilliard as as evil as Satan. Yes. <laughs> Lucifer Morningstar. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> we've come we've come all this way. Right? <laughs> We knew we were going to cover Paradise Lost. That's what that's what all the 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 uh, Mrs. Doubtfire references, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, right. Doubtfire, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so um, so the gates are open, and Satan looks out into the abyss, pondering his voyage. And Milton describes it as this like confusion of deafening noise and storms, and earth, fire, wind, water, hot, cold, dry, wet. It's like a like a stormy sky, but also like a stormy sea at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after some hesitation, he dives in and he's making his way and he's swimming and then flying and then climbing and then running and, and like it's another like montage scene i imagine mm-hmm. right? right and there's actually an illustration by uh deray of satan like going through chaos and i i sent it to to Keenan before mm-hmm. this recording and he's like clinging to a rock and we don't see his face but it, it really looks like he's like rocky down for the count right trying to get back <laughs> up. and so it's like you know it's like eye of the tiger or mm-hmm. if it, or it's gonna fly gonna fly now there you go that's exactly <laughs> what it is Yeah, well, yeah, the the uh, that Rocky thing that we remember on the stairs only works because we see Rocky going up those stairs before, and he can't make it up the stairs because he's too weak. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. this looks like that first time up the stairs. Right. This is this is Satan's <laughs> Satan's first time through chaos, and he's he's having a hard time. Right? <laughs> Poor Satan. Poor Satan. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, eventually he starts hearing voices mixed with the noise, so he follows that, and he comes to the Pavilion of Chaos, who, yes, is a character here, along with his queen, Sable Vested Knight. And there's other courtiers, uh, like Rumor and Chance and Confusion and Discord, right? So so all of them are just kind of like sitting, you know, in this pavilion, just kind of like, you know, having a little party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so Satan stops here, and he says... Ye powers and spirits of this nethermost abyss, chaos and ancient night, I come no spy with purpose to explore or to disturb the secrets of your realm. And he continues, he says, eh, you might not have heard, uh, me and a bunch of angels were expelled from heaven. I'm their leader. And they're um, like, did they, did they vote for you as their leader? I, I, no, you know, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway. <laughs> I'm looking for this new world that God created, and uh, if you show me the way, I'm going to try to destroy it and reduce it back to chaos. Mm-hmm. So by helping me, we'll both win. You get chaos, and I get revenge, right? Mm-hmm. And chaos is like, say less, fam. Um, no, 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 no. I don't want you as my fam. Hearing yeah, about right. The way you treat your you fam. You got, a, you got a weird fam, actually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, he's like, yeah, I know who you are. You didn't exactly fall into hell quietly. Uh, the whole universe heard you like disturbing my beautiful chaos, right? <laughs> what is that? Nine, nine days of. <laughs> <laughs> and then just in the back of this like trail of angels, you just say, are we there yet? <laughs> is, that, is that Captain Housie? That's Captain Housie, yeah. yeah. 
Does anybody know any songs? <laughs> oh, I got some songs. John Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one bottle of holy water. But yeah, so apparently, apparently, when the angels fell, they they fell through chaos. Okay. So I guess not like not like down, but like just like through space, mm-hmm. right? Right. So they fell through chaos, and they're apparently, according to chaos, they were making a lot of noise when they did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but then, but then chaos is like. And chaos is actually mad about hell being created too, because oh, that's right. that's mm-hmm. one more kind of like like um, flag that God planted, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that's you know now that's not chaos anymore, right? Right. And he's like, but you know, I do hate the earth, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'll tell you where it is. It's this way. And so then Milton says he ceased, and Satan stayed not to reply, but glad that now his sea should find a, sh- a shore with fresh alacrity and force renewed, springs upward like a pyramid of fire, right? So yeah, so Satan is on his way. He's feeling good. He doesn't even notice the, stir- the storms or the winds. And eventually he gets closer to his destination. Uh, and as, they, as he gets closer, all of this chaos kind of like slackens because it's giving way to order. And he can feel the presence of this new world as he gets closer, right? And then he sees the borders of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, and fast by hanging in a golden chain, this pendant world in bigness as a star of smallest magnitude close by the moon. So, yeah, the earth is hanging from heaven by a golden chain, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So the last lines of this book are, Thither, full fraught with mischievous revenge, accursed and an accursed hour, he hies. Not like, like, hi. Not like that, right? Like he, he goes, he, like he, you know, he heads there. Like high diddly D. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Satan's life for me. (laughs) Yeah. Like that kind of high, right? Okay, okay. (laughs) But yeah, folks, that's, ah, another cliffhanger, right? Like, so we ended the first book with that council. It's like, oh, what are they going to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. And now we found out. And now Satan is like, he has earth in his sights, mm-hmm. right? And that's where this that's where this book ends, and that's that's all of my notes as well. Yeah, what kind um, of crazy things is Satan gonna get up to in the next yeah. book? We'll follow the Duke, what is it, the 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 Beelze boys. <laughs> looks like man is in a spot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Yep. But for now, that is all of my notes. Keenan, is there anything else? No, I think we got it. All right, folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You uh, you can reach me on all the socials as Lester Ryan Clark. And I've been Keenan Diaz. You can find me on Letterboxd and Instagram as Howdy Keenan. Yeah, we got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join, and we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much to everyone who has shared the show by word of mouth or on social media. And a big thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star ratings on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. We really appreciate that. It's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like you. Okay, Keenan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Folks, until next time, the, the power, power of 80s, 80s montages compels you.
you know, so, so Satan's flying to the gates, right? He's, he's, he's flying over the river, right? And he sees his reflection, but he's doing that, um, the, you know, the, the leg thing in Maniac. He's like, he's a maniac, Oh yeah, he's a maniac, all right. Oh yeah, right. And everyone's, uh, you know, like, and, and they keep on cutting from him mm-hmm. doing these like aesthetically pleasing like workout uh, um <laughs> like flying things right? right like he's he's rocky in the wilderness in, in rocky four right and, and he's like backlit and his sweat is like flying off in beautiful yeah. ways mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. <laughs> and so they cut from there and they cut back to the you know the demons and they're they're trying to build hell and it's a different kind of montage and they're they're like they're they're trying to put up a giant like sign on the in the front of pandemonium you know so so uh you know mammon is like up a little bit to the left but then the guy, you know, operating the floor, forklift, right? Mm-hmm. He just he just catches a glimpse of Satan off in the distance, and he's like, "Wow, yeah, that's our leader." And and he's not paying attention to where he's going, and he bonks Mammon, and it's like, "Oh, oh. Azazel, get your head out of the clouds! You're never going to be uh, president of the AV Club or something." But by the end of it, Azazel does does do it again, and he gets it perfectly. And yes, and, uh, right. Mammon, and Mammon has a little bandage on his head. <laughs> And he and Mammon look at each other, and Mammon right. smiles, and his yells is like, "Oh, yeah. oh. Just, a, just a little tiny I, smile." I it's got like, his you did, respect. You, you done good, kid. Right? <laughs> Captain Howdy's baking cookies. Right? That's right. Yeah, he's got a little <laughs> chef's hat on. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's it's, it's going to work out. It's going to work out in hell, is what I'm saying. Right? Um. So he makes cookies, and uh, and he pulls them out, and they're perfect. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." And then the next time we come back to him, and he he takes out uh, cookies, and they're kind of oogie and messful. He's like, "Better." And then the last <laughs> time he takes the cookies out, and they're on fire, and he's like, "Yeah." 